0: Pre-roll time. This episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing. And the Inked Marketing crowdfunded comic for this particular episode belongs to the Vampire vs. Blood Rights. So, from uh, creator Fork... Fork... (laughs) Frank Forte, you know, the editor of Heavy Metal Magazine. Um, And he's also worked on things like Insidious and The Conjuring 3. He's done some stuff. He's done some stuff. Not Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Come on. Um, Well, he's got his own little 32-page Saddle Stitch comic that includes art and sketches as well. Uh, So the Vampire Versus series art ranges from 1995 to present day with character studies, cover studies, renders, creature design, environment design, pinups, and more. Oh, it's a sketchbook. That's what's going on here. Nice, man. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to back the Vampire Versus Blood Rites, the art sketchbook from the amazing Frank Forte, then you go to Kickstarter, and you search The Vampire Versus, and you jump on. You jump on. And uh, there you go. Proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing. If you don't know what Inked Marketing is, and you are an independent creator that has a crowdfunded comic on its way, then I suggest you head on over to Facebook and check out Inked Marketing. Boom. Pre-roll complete. Of radio the cheers to comics podcast is proudly affiliated with nsclivetv.com. tv.com that's no signal comics nsclivetv.com. tv.com find the cheers to comics podcast on channel 34 of nsclive tv.com no signal comics the best in auction action Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast, I'm Brian Wayne, and this is episode 279, 279. and this is a midweek highlight episode. I'll be going over all of the events and noteworthy things, books, news, speculation, uh, for the week of the 26th, yep, from the 26th, new comic book day, all the way up until now so yeah how you been thanks for tuning in again i said that uh it's been a you know decent week I'm not gonna lie it's been a pretty decent week for reading um not so much news not so much news however however let's just get right into it huh let's just get right into the news Uh, Immortal Hulk, (laughs) whoopsies, oh, Joe Bennett, was it a spelling mistake, was it anti-semitism, uh, only he knows, only he knows, but it was noticed, Immortal Hulk number 43, there's a particular panel at a jewelry store. Um, a Jewish jewelry store on account of the Star of David on there and a, uh, um, a Rosenthal, I think is the name of the, 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 jeweler or whatever. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, play on words led to racism, misspelling led to play on words. I don't know. I don't know. I like to think that it was misspelling that led to a, a very terrible, awful play on words. When you, when you take out the L in jewelry, you get jewelry. And uh, considering that it's a Jewish run, oh, yikes, yikes, yikes. Is that coincidence? Is that uh, comedic uh, insensitivity? I don't know. Like I said, only Joe Bennett knows the real story behind that. He has come out since and apologized, quite naturally. That's what you do when you're the lead artist on a top five Marvel book. And what what, what the outcome of this it turns out to be, I don't know. Because if you guys remember X-Men Gold, remember X-Men Gold? And there was some anti-Semitic um, innuendos hidden within the art. Well, that dude hasn't really worked since. I don't even remember his name. That's the point. It's been a few years. Haven't heard his name since. Uh, so... uh, That, I mean, that'd be a tough one. Joe Bennett is way more of a big deal than this other forgotten person was. So, will he get treated as such? Or will he... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Only only time will tell how do I feel you ask. Well, thanks for asking. I Me mean, personally, uh, when I look when I look at the, the, the panel, when I look at the panel and I study the panel, you look at the spacing between all, all of the letters. And the space where the L should be is whiter. Is whiter than the rest of the letters. Uh, the gaps between the rest of the letters. Um, I I don't know. I look at this both ways. To me, it was almost like he could have left that separation there to make sure that you got the play on words. You know, like, Jew, pause, long gap, Uri, <laughs> or um, it's, it's could be also indications that there was an L that was supposed to be right there and um, that gap proved that once he got past the uh, the 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 E, I believe? The W? The E? Um, that, you know, it's, uh, uh I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he had to take a break there and then came back and was like, ah, you know, pacing's off and things are different and where was I? Oh, R, or whatever the fucking next letter was. uh, it, It's it's really too hard to tell. I, I, I see it both sides. I, I really do. That's why I could never be a juror, is because I see everything both sides. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's also why I could never be a politician, or at least a successful politician. So, uh... hm But, you know, I wish... I wish him the best. I do. I wish... I wish Joe Bennett the best. I, I I I don't think that the man is so dumb that he would blatantly put or purposely put a racist remark of any sort, especially after an example has already been made with the whole X-Men gold shibackle shibackle award. Copy written here on the Truth to Comics podcast. Shibackle, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I wish him the best. Uh, I I hope that he continues to be able to continue to draw from Marvel and anybody else for that matter. And I I like to think that because with the, the difference between this one really and the X Men Gold is the X Men Gold one was very much like <laughs> I mean this guy has a past of doing some you know pretty. Ugh uh d- d- radical type of bullshit Joe Bennett he's just you know fucking Joe Bennett draw some horrific bullshit um so yeah i'm going to give i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and that uh, i have uh, talked this out out loud to each other thank you for that i feel better about this I feel better about it um how how you feel i don't know uh, at cheers to comics on the old twitter let me know i'm curious I am curious. I haven't looked at anybody else's opinion on this. I just looked at the facts, man. I just looked at the facts. Uh, next up in the news, DOS News. Uh, some copywriting bullshit, man. Some copywriting bullshit. So apparently Instagram comics are a thing. Um, I don't know. Would you consider that a webcomic? I don't know. Just, just because it's not on... To pass or Webtoons, does that mean it's not a webcomic? Nee, nee, nee. I don't know. i do not going to know the rules. Um, but apparently, uh, a, a well-followed Instagram comic went on to become an award-winning movie. Like, oh, where's the news? yet? Yeah, it happens all the time. Well, not in the minute. Maybe not with Instagram comics, but independent comics. But here's the deal. The person that made the comic had no idea. He had no idea. Yep. Um and the, the the director I mean it's 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 bullshit it's bullshit when you find out that's how you find out that you have a hit <laughs> um because somebody else took it and made it and you could see the shot for shot in the movie panel for panel it's it's very obvious a hundred percent sure so silly directors what are you thinking ma'am. This is the internet days. You know, we are the internet, bro. Well, we'll find it. We'll find it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, carrying on. Carrying on. That's all. That's all. Um, (laughs) I don't have any more news. Anything that I found noteworthy, at least... You know, I mean, I'm not going to waste your time with a bunch of speculation news. I don't do speculation news, but I do talk speculation books. That, I do. So, let's do this. Once again, I uh, have not prepared in this segment in any way, shape, or form. But I'm going to go through here, and while I'm filling time, I'm uh, looking to see if there's anything that was uh, super popular last week. Hmm. Cuz for whatever reason, you know, I use the key collector rap app for reference, not as a guide if that makes any sense. Um I to, to go back and look, but they've made it so I can't really go back and look at past weeks keys and stuff. So, just shuffle and shuffle and shuffle and shuffle and. Hmm. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking no no no. I don't see anything noteworthy. That can't be right. That can't be right. At all. Well. Whatever. That's it for speculation. (laughs) Oh, son of a bitch. Wouldn't you know it? They've gone, done through... What? Those aren't sentence words. Uh, (laughs) The Key Collector app has done and gone through and actually put in um, a Key This Week Archive button here. Uh, I'm not sponsored by Key Collector at all. I don't recommend anybody bank on Key Collector speculation by any means. They they, they reach they, but they also do a good job for uh, cataloging, and that's that's what I go through and do. Um, so I guess there were a few keys this week, uh, starting with the uh, Star Wars High Republic number one, um, the second printing. It is already, I mean, it instantly started going for like 15 to 18 bucks. I think it's staying steady at around 18 ish. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if it's the first cover appearance of a certain character or why the second printing is going for what it is, but it is. And if you're a speculator or somebody that makes a living off flipping comic books, then boom. Uh, Future State, there was a little bit of speculation behind an Aquaman book uh first appearance of uh Andy Curry uh, apparently that is... oh okay um the, the that's uh Aquaman and Mira's daughter um that's the first appearance of her as an adolescent so i don't know if you could consider this a key she's yeah um minor at the the very most um uh, we got a cameo appearance in Suicide Squad Alright, cool. Uh, I finally did get all my DC books, so yeah, but unfortunately not in time for me to record this podcast and read any of them, but I will be you know, catching up and they'll be DC on the next show, so get excited about that. But uh, anyway, um, Suicide Squad came last week. This one is one of my most anticipated Future State books. We got a cameo appearance of Gold Beetle, a female Blue Beetle, Booster Gold mashup. Are you kidding me? This sound, like, uh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I fucking love that. That is, uh ginger swapping Well, you know what? It's uh, blue and gold, bitches. I'm never con- gonna complain about blue and gold. This is, uh that's my shit. Damn. Uh, any, anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah, in Wolverine, we've got a first appearance of Legacy House. And it's a underground auction society that criminals fuck around with. Uh, pff, will it Well, I, I don't think it'll be much. You know, if it ever appears in a movie or anything like that, I can't see this book becoming anything huge or massive. Um, but it does have a key appearance in it of sorts. Minor. I didn't say this was the only major key speculation segment. It's just speculation. You never know. I could be totally wrong. Could be totally wrong. And uh, that does it. Now, one thing I want to try to remember to keep doing during the speculation segments is uh, speculate on indie books. Because indie books, of course, everything's a first appearance. You don't want to go off of that. But as far as... Um, becoming a massive hit. You know, the next Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm i kind of thinking Steak might be the book this week. Unfortunately, I didn't have it on my pull list, but I did get it in my Scout subscription box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And check this out. Cheers to Comics podcast is now sponsored by Scout Comics officially. So when you go to get your Scout Comics uh, uh, subscription box, scoutcomics.com, at checkout, use promo code Cheers10 and get 10% off. Just like that, it's that easy. 10% off. Um, you're all the, the value. Of it, it's I, I'm not I, all of a sudden I'm, gone, I'm going into an ad read here. I'm just saying, Scout books. And you know, what? Scout comes through, and the subscription box gets me a super hot book that everybody and their mother wants. Because once again, nobody pre-orders their books. I fucked up. I didn't pre-order it either. But uh, yep, steak and a badass cover at that. But I think that's the, uh, that's the independent speculation book of the week. I'm gonna try to add that into this segment air er, Tam from here on. So there you go. That's the uh, I'm gonna call that the, the the first part of the podcast. I'm gonna take a little breaky poo and I'm gonna be back to talk about some highlights and some books that were read last week. Hang tight. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC, Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm back, I'm back, in case you can't tell. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some highlights, man. Let's talk about some highlights. I read some pretty good stuff this week. Some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. So, let's just start out with some, I don't know, Valiant? Because that's always at the top of the list somehow. How do they manage to do it? How do they manage to do it? Uh, Exo Man of War number four was the Valiant book this week done by Dennis Hopeless Hallam, Emilio Laasto, and Ruth Redman. Uh, Christian Ward on that. Oh my gosh, this cover. I tell you what. This cover right here. Hmm. This is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's not like it's a variant cover. It's not a exclusive cover. No, they just let this be the A cover. Because that's how good XO is. So what's going on with XO? Well, pick up right where we left off. Naturally, thankfully. Uh, Vlad Yakiov, uh, uh, that, that shithead. Well, he has XO's adopted family, held hostage. Um, meanwhile... Uh, you know, he thinks he's got the upper hand. He's like, oh, I'm gonna draw XO here, and I'm gonna blast his frickin little face off." Well, um, plans going accordingly, right? You know, and XO shows up, and uh, frontline takes out XO, and radios in to old Vlad Yakiov, and he's like, "Hey, we got him." He's like, "Wait a second. One blast took him down, and then he gets uh, Vlad gets another call." Um, oh, sir, we got them, we got them, or however that would sound. And he's like, wait a second, you got them too? And another call and another call and he realizes, oh, you sons of bitches, he's on his way, um, all hands on deck, this is not going according to plan at all, like we thought. And, naturally, that's what happens, and, uh, because, uh, Exo sends out a bunch of drones. A bunch of look-alikes. and, yeah, well, no, he's able to... Uh, get to old uh, Vlad, but Vlad, he takes the the kid, you know, his little uh, new friend, and he knows that Vlad isn't fucking around, he's not gonna wait too much longer before he pulls the trigger. So, uh, what, what's the suit's name, Shannara? So something like that. Something, uh, I, I'm ashamed I can't remember Exo's suit's name right now. But that's what's happening in my life. Uh, he, uh, whatever. The Sue is like, he, you, you can't hold better. Ba- you, you, you can't wait long. And XO, or Eric, he's like, yeah, I know. And boom, blast him. But the problem, the problem is that he did this on national TV. This was all being broadcast worldwide. So, nat- or XO is looked at worldwide as a murderer. He just murdered this dude. Yes. Was he getting ready to murder that kid? Sure. Um, uh Exo's not a cop. He doesn't have the right to shoot somebody. So, uh Exo is getting ready to prepare for the worst when it comes to PR. But here's the deal. Exo's friend, oh shit, what's his name? Oh, I just clicked off the goddamn page here and my notes. Um, I don't know. He's he's very Tony Starky if you ask me. God damn it, what's his name? I had to have written it down in here somewhere. Well, Troy, see, it's not Tony, it's Troy. I knew it even kind of looked like Tony when it's scribbled out. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is all part of Troy's plan to gain XO better publicity, because that's what he's been struggling with lately. The you know, public's, oh no, vigilante's bad. You know, we 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 know the trope, we know the story, but here's where it all works according to Troy's plan. Because at first it's like, oh shit, well, <laughs> so much for good PR. Blew this guy's uh, noggin off front of everyone was he a bad guy sure was he getting ready to do a terrible thing sure still laws is laws but when the cops the laws step up it was like you know what exo's cool by me uh this guy he i mean this this, this is vlad guy he's he's, he's a real fuckstick, you know don't you know because uh, yeah <laughs> and w- when the cops publicly say you know what I'm cool with what he does. I think he did the right thing. He did what we couldn't do, but what we would have done. And before you know, boom, good PR, good PR. And that's good. That's good. So it's time to retire back to the old uh, Troy base. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's just, it's not it. Can't just end there. There's got to be another problem, right? We got to have a reason to want to read number five. So yes, um, Nanite Swarm. Day night swarm invades and uh... <laughs> oh man, I, you know it, 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 that's not just what happens. There's a little more to it from there, but I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna I'm gonna cliffhang ya. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the old um, uh, what happens next. Is that a thing? Is that what uh, the old what happens next? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hopped up on Red Bull, man. Fucking Red Bull gives you wings. Red Bull is not a sponsor of this podcast. Next up, Next up how about a little Fantastic Four? I never really get a dab into Fantastic Four like I'm fixing to dab into Fantastic Four right now. That's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing for right now. Overall, the fact that I don't talk about Fantastic Four like I should... And well, that's not, obviously not a good thing. But whatever. Whatever. Fantastic Four. Number 28, legacy numbering 673. Dan Slot R.B. Silva, Jesus Abutraf and uh, Mark Brooks. The wonderful Mac Brooks on the cover. This is Mark Brooks, right? Where is this? Where, there it is. Yeah. I've been through this before. Um, awesome. Awesome. So what's going on here? What's going on here? Well, the Griever. We've met the Griever recently. Griever is after the Forever Gate. The Forever Gate is the thing that Reed Richards created. It's uh, it's essentially a gate to anywhere and any when and all of any stuff. So (laughs) this naturally is going to be a target for uh, some uh, real shitheads. Well, that being said... Um, Griever is that shithead. Griever wants to witness the end of all. So, the Forever Gate's a good way to do it. Um, unfortunately, the Fantastic Four are having a hell of a time taking down Griever. Um, so at the, at this point in time, we've got Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, he's there. He's there, and he arrives just in time with the ultimate nullifier. The ultimate nullifier is that thing, that weapon. It destroys anything, but also takes down anything that uses it as well. You know, eye for an eye. Everything's got to be balanced. I would assume that's what the point of that is. Um, otherwise, why would you make it that way, bro? Doesn't make any sense. Um... So yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a question of who who uses it. Well, Franklin, he's like oh, I'm going to use it, and no nobody thinks that's a good idea. Surfer doesn't think that it's a good idea. But where's Sue Ben and Reed and uh, Dragon Man? I think is his name. <laughs> Don't ask because I can't tell you. Um, well, that's there's uh, Grievers flexing on him. She's got them all in this little uh, bubble, if you will, and she's all making them relive out. Uh, or uh, re- repeatedly relive um, potential deaths, deaths throughout their lives, and you know. So we we each we get a, a scenario for each of them. You know, I, I, I particularly think that Sue's demise is probably the most metal, considering it's by the hands of uh, Doctor Doom. And the oh, it's so badass. He's like, Oh, I saved you for last too. You know, you think it would have been uh you, you read, but nah, you did that thing where you showed the whole world my face and I never forgave you for it, and now you're gonna die uh last. So bleh. And um yeah, man, and it's, it's it's this whole thing. It's this whole thing. It's 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 battle as fuck. But the 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 of course, of course. Silver Surfer realizes last okay, you know what? I'm just gonna be the guy. You know, I'm maybe I can, maybe I can. I've got the power cosmic, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I could do some shit here. So he pulls out the ult, ult or uh, the the yeah, the ultimate nullifier, but before he can use it it automatically goes to Franklin and everyone's like, whoa and Franklin's like, Alright, and uh, well before Franklin can use it, Reed does some metal ass bullshit. Um, and uh, we we kill Griever right here, right now, but Sue actually yells out, do something smart, and Reed does the smart thing. Uh, This is why I love Reed Richards and Bruce Banner, and you don't really see it so much with Bruce Banner anymore, but uh, Tony Stark, you know, your your brainiac characters, (laughs) when you have a smart writer behind them, then you get to see him doing smart things, and Reed Richards does the smart thing. Uh, Nobody has to die. Flat out says, all right, Griever, we surrender. And even Griever's like, huh? like, Franklin probably could have uh, survived this, you know, or I don't know, maybe, I don't know, it's not a for sure thing that he would have died, but yeah, sure, sure, yeah, you surrender, cool, give me that, uh, give me that old, uh, forever gate, and Reed was like, yeah, no, I'll take you anywhere you want to go, because all you want to see is the end of the, the, the existence of everything, right, and he was, yep, yep, that's what I want to happen, he's like, well, why don't I just take you there, I'll just teleport you, teleport, uh, te- uh transfer you, teleport, I don't know, black hole you, that sounds like a sex thing. Um, I don't know what the uh, proper verbiage would be there. Take you to the very end of everything. You know, you don't have to live anything out. We all get to live, and you get to see what you want to see. And sure as shit, Griever's like, Yeah, fine. Uh, smart. You are smart. You know, you're a smart guy. You're pretty smart. Smarty pants. And uh, that's that's what happens. That's what happens. Now... Um, I f- find this to be my favorite issue I've read out of all of Fantastic Four so far. Uh, w- why, you might ask? Because it it, it it showed the Fantastic Four doing Fantastic Four things. Um, uh, and Silver Surfer. It was just, I don't know. I, I, I really like this Griever character. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of hope that we see a lot more because she seems like a badass. He? I can't tell. It doesn't matter. It it seems like a fucking badass. And uh I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like it has like no potential if you will, but fuck what do, what do, what do I know? What do I know? I think the Fantastic Four need a new big bad. We haven't had any key issues throughout this new Fantastic Four run, so maybe it's about time. Maybe it's time. Um, those are really the two uh, major highlights I have this week. I, I, but that's not all I've read by any means. Tho- those are just the ones that I'm gonna really, really dive into. Um, I am, however, gonna touch on some honorable mentions. Um, I, I, I still read a handful of uh, a ha- handful of books this week. I did check out some King and Black stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's start with uh, Deadpool. Deadpool tied into King in the King and Black this week, and I actually thought it was a a pretty good tie-in and uh, <laughs> breaking the fourth wall like Deadpool's allowed to do. Kelly Thompson, the writer, even kind of throws in here like, <laughs> kind of worked out that I already had Dragon written in without knowing this was gonna tie in. So, very minor adjustments were needed there. Um, no, nah, th- this was actually a pretty, pretty neat issue. There was, you know, nothing huge happened, anything like that. Uh, not, not, but nevertheless, you know, it was, it was a Deadpool issue, the way a Deadpool issue should be done, and uh, a, a great tie-in involving an ongoing series. So, there you go, Deadpool. Um, Daredevil, Daredevil number twenty-six. This also tied in the King in Black. I was very, very intrigued going into this one after, you know, that cliffhanger number 25. old Electra becoming Daredevil, how's this all going to be handled? Well, um, we we, we get two stories here. We get, you know, Matt Murdock in jail while all of the shit is going down. You know, the symbiotes are invading the jail and he's just essentially being begged to be let out. And uh, meanwhile, there's chaos going on all around him. And then outside, Elektra is doing Daredevil stuff out on the streets while Null's terrorizing some shit. So it was good stuff. The end of this though, whew, it looks like old Matty Murdoch got nullified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I read here? I did read X-Men. Uh, there there's just a lot happened in this. I, I, I honestly, I couldn't really tell you couldn't really tell you. Uh, I enjoyed it. I read every word of it, but hmm, I think it's really just kind of setting up the next team is what this is. I would call this a filler issue. I think that's safe to say. Uh, Wolverine. This was a bad issue, or not a bad issue, a badass issue this week. It was, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, this this whole auctioneer type of thing, and uh, uh whew. Uh, it, it was it was fun. It was a fun issue. you know. Once again, nothing huge and spectacular happening. Yeah, we get the little first appearance of whatever this auctioneer underground um, black market society is. But overall, yeah, no, good issue. Um, we only find them when we're dead. Uh, I don't know where I'm at on this series now. I absolutely love the art. I love the art so much that just for that alone, I don't want to drop it. Uh I have a feeling that this book is going to be developed into something cuz I feel like that's how the script actually reads. I feel like there really needs to be movement into this story. Um ah this this issue was a little more uh comprehensible to me than, you know, 2, 3 and 4. It was back to that level of number 1. But still, I, I think I haven't read an issue since number one that's been as good as number one, and that kind of worries me. On this, the premise of this is really good. I just don't understand the pacing of the storytelling, and that's just honestly, I think that's just an Al Ewing thing with me. I have a hard time um, uh, making out what he's trying to say a lot of times, especially in like a Mortal Hulk and stuff like that. If you've li- been listening to this podcast for. Any period of time, you know, that's essentially how I am with uh, Al Ewing and Immortal Hulk. I just, most of the Sometimes I can't say most of the time. Sometimes I don't I enjoyed it, but I don't know what the hell it was. So yeah, yeah that's kind of where I'm at with "We Only Find Them When We're Dead." When they're dead, Department of Truth. <laughs> uh, once again, I couldn't really tell you what I read. But I know that every single bit of it, I was a thousand percent drawn to. I, I love a good conspiracy. I'm not one that believes in a lot of conspiracies. I like the idea of conspiracies. That's who I am. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy conspiracies of all types, no matter whether or not I believe them or not. Let's put it that way, and um, this issue struck home with me right off the bat because the opening page is a shot from the Denver International Airport, and if you've ever been there and driven out of the Denver International Airport, then you know Blucifer, the big blue, red-eyed, demonic-looking horse, as you said, leave the airport, and that's the first shot right off the bat. Um, also, uh, at DIA, there's, uh, you know, the thought, oh, that's where all the lizard people dwell. Well, we've got lizards in this book, the lizard people. It's just all of the fun conspiracies revolving around DIA. It's, it's. I don't know, this, this book was just close to home for me. There's no way I could ever explain to you a full plot line of an issue, I think, of this series just because it's just super smart. And I th- really think that it needs more visual to it than anything, but... It'll be developed, I'm certain of it, and then most of you will digest it that way, I'm sure. And then uh, the last honorable, honorable mention this week is Strange Academy. Strange Academy number seven. It was a fun one. Um, kind of trippy in a way. You know, I had to go back and forth a couple of times because I wasn't, you know, I realized we were jumping back and forth in time. But all in all, kind of deep kind of deep, and it's leading up to, um, I mean, it really is digging into the romance of, uh, Doyle Dermammu and Emily Blight, but we're already seeing, you know, sacrifices on their end, um, and, uh, whew, whew, this is dark stuff, man, I don't want to say dark, but deep stuff. This is, this is not, um... Happy-go-lucky. Oh, we're a bunch of kids in school, and this should be fun. <laughs> Remember that time we were all in uh, Louisiana downtown and, and Bourbon Street and just fucking around? Well, now look at them. Now look at them. Motherfucker, dying. So, yeah, don't sleep on Strange Academy. The hype is real on this book. The hype is real. Um, I, I particularly think that Doyle Darmamu and Emily Blight are going to be massive, massive characters uh, down the road. I'm, I mean, I'm thinking, like, Miles Morales standard characters, level characters. Um, and that's that's just how I feel. That's my speculation, if you will. So, um, shit. Shit, that might be it, man. This is a shorter podcast. Um, I still have a stack of books here. Brian, you know, I thought you read all these books, or you buy all these I do. I do. But this particular week, there wasn't a lot of books that were purchased for the sake of, uh, reading priority. A lot of them are apocalypse books, meaning that, you know, I just put them away for a rainy day. Days, you know, and Diamond decides to shut down distribution. Um, so I'm I'm collecting just for the sake of collecting, not necessarily reading. And then, um, yeah. And I can't think of any, uh... I, I don't see in my stack here any books that I picked up this last week strictly for the sake of cover. Or maybe I did. Did the... No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I missed something here. Maybe I already put it on the wall. I don't know. I lose track. I've got three weeks of books. You know, two weeks ago, or yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a lot of books in front of me right now. Actually, technically, I got four weeks worth of books because DC finally came. Yes, yes. So I will we'll be talking DC next week. Well, hopefully, for sure. At least in some capacity. Uh, will we have some DC highlights? Some future state highlights? I don't know. I don't know, man. But um, uh, I'm anxious to find out myself. Um, I definitely got some back reading to do. I want to find out what that. Let's see what Squad's all about. My favorite thing, I think, coming out of Future State, for sure. Um, man, it's a little bit shorter than normal, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hey, I'll tell you what you could do. Head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. I've got a buttload now, a buttload of uh, Creator Corner episodes there for you. Raw, uncut, no ads, uh, no intro, no outro, it's just me, and whomever talking it up. Um, As soon as I hit record, bam. That's, that's, there we go. So check that out on Patreon. And you don't have to, only on this level do you get that. No, 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 I wouldn't pitch you something. Unless, no, no, no. One dollar, that's it. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. One dollar and you get access to all that good stuff. So head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Some of these episodes might be not, they might not be up for a month. You might have to wait a month. And if you even want to know what they are, you have to go to Patreon. So, mm-hmm. You know, you want the scoop on the future of the podcast, patreon.com. Did I say that enough? Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Also, yeah, there's more. Uh, leave reviews, man. Really, really. Re- re- leave reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. Those five-star iTunes reviews do amazing, wonderful things. I really want to get this podcast on the charts permanently and the arts and literature section on iTunes. That would mean the world to me. That's the goal for 2021, guys, and I need you to do it. Unfortunately, this is one of those things I don't have control over, unless I want to be a shithead and do things the dishonest way, but no, no. I really want legit uh, reviews out there, and it it could possibly be featured on the show. Yep. No. So get fancy with it, baby. Or don't. You don't even have to get fancy. Just leave five star reviews and it would be greatly appreciated. I don't know what that accent was. It's like a choking Scotsman. Um, Yeah, thanks for tuning in. It's been episode 279 now. Son bitch. Shout out as always to Inked Marketing, NSCLiveTV.com. Um, always I'm never going to not talk about, well, not on purpose, not talk about Hooked on Comics. Check out Hooked on Comics on Facebook um, for great live sales. And um, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the Cheers to Comics website release coming very, very soon. Very proud of what Inked Marketing has uh, has helped me with. So... God damn! Check out Inked Marketing, man. Really, if you're a creator at all, just know what Inked Marketing is. Get used to it because there's some eyes on it, man. There's some eyes, Michelle. So there we go. I'll uh, I'll talk to you. Uh, well. You'll hear from me again, uh, Friday. Friday, yeah, pull this priorities, man. So, I've got some stuff for you to listen to this weekend. Until then, stay safe, read responsibly. Cheers. Fuckers.